0: Hey everybody, welcome back to
1: The, the YAMCast. Podcast. And I'm Chris. And I'm Erica.
0: Yeah, and we are your hosts Yeah. for this episode and all the episodes we've done so far. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> On this podcast, we like to chat about young adult ministry and yep. uh, issues and things that have to do with young adults and we do that through the lens of the Bible.
0: Yep. And you can reach us lots of different ways. Any of the socials, look for us. EMCast, the M-cast. Or YamcastPod at gmail.com. Still waiting for that first email. Who's it going to be? <laughs> yeah, we're so back much at it. So
1: fun.
0: Man, feels like we just did a monthly five a few weeks ago.
1: It does, man.
0: Man. Time Fe- flies. February is so short. I feel like it's getting shorter.
1: This this month r- I I actually always feel like February flies but yeah. it's literally March next week that's crazy.
0: Uh yeah, it's weird. Like this episode's going to come out in March.
1: But it's technically February. And
0: I usually look forward to March because it means the end of winter and it means the snow's going to melt and you know all the birthdays in my family, you know, Dylan just celebrated hers and then Eden and then Heidi and then me and so it's spring is fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But last March Ruined, ruined, ruined marches, March Ruined march forever. Maybe, I mean, maybe the only other march that was worse was when Caesar was, you know, stabbed in March.
1: The Ides of
0: March. So those two marches, those ones stink. Isn't
1: that the Ides of March? Yeah, that's the Ides of March, yeah. Fifteen. Yeah,
0: et tu, brute? Yeah, that's absolutely it. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, and it, it, it actually is ironic that the oh, cu- the country kind of shut down on the Ides of March.
1: Oh, Did you know that? Oh, no. That was a huge yeah. discussion
0: topic there for a little while in the beginning of COVID. It's all been wiped away because no one cares anymore. and
1: Which is what I've, happens with everything. Yeah. Big discussion topic and then what?
0: Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping this March is nice and quiet, uh, you know, out like a lion in like a lamb kind of deal.
1: Well, I mean, I looked at the forecast and for the next couple of weeks it's in the 40s, which seems...
0: Our worship Amazing. pastor from California said to me today, "It is warm outside." <laughs> yeah, that, and I said, "It took you very quick to adapt." And then he said,
1: "I was say he's." Get, I think he's I'm figuring it.
0: you guys out now. And I said, "Yeah, we're almost a short weather. Like we're close to shorts and t-shirts."
1: It's yeah. so funny when we go from cold to warm. How quickly! Yep. Like I saw somebody post that they were. They showed their dash and what the temp was yeah. and they were like windows open and it totally. literally was a degree above freezing. Yeah. And I was like, but it's so true. I
0: had my window <laughs> down the other day and it was 35 degrees outside and it felt like the greatest thing ever.
1: Cause yeah, we will very, it's interesting that 60, or I shouldn't even say 60, I would say 40 in the spring versus 40 in the fall yes. feels so different.
0: We were talking about it too, that what happens is you you wear shorts outside and it's 40 and you're fine, but uh-huh. you walk inside where it's 65 and it's cold. You're like, you're like oh, I shouldn't have worn shorts today. It's mm-hmm. too cold. And it's like, no, it's the same. It's actually warmer inside than it is out there, but you're walking outside and you're not walking inside. I suppose you could, but you're in your office being bored or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's getting warmer. That's spring us complaining is about all this. Yes, it's coming. Spring is on its way.
1: Looking for the positives.
0: And speaking of spring, new things, fun things, things to talk about and enjoy. What are some of the new things that you're reading?
1: Nice segue. How did
0: I say that kind of as if I'm laughing? So
1: I'm really not reading anything new. That's
0: why I segued with this. Right? smile
1: on my face. Uh, I, am sti- I did finish the Love and Respect book Woo! by Emerson Egrick's. The Sabbath book I am still reading by Abraham Joshua Heschel, which is still really good, convicting me on how I need to have more of an actual Sabbath in my life and to actually keep it holy. Mm. Where have we heard that before? Yeah. Is that the fifth? I almost said Fifth Amendment. (laughs) Not (laughs) Amendment. Anyways. Erica's a
0: constitutional um, lawyer.
1: And also still reading the novel, The Light We Lost by Jill Stantopolo. So she, so still, she still. still hasn't found the light? Uh, no.
0: They're looking for it still.
1: It's, it's still
0: a miss. Did they check in the drawer by the kitchen?
1: No. I think that may be where it is. Um, huh. But also it's a figurative light. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what are you reading?
0: <laughs> the fact that I said that and James shook his head and you looked annoyed with me. <laughs> it really, really made my, my dad life feel great. I, I knew that I accomplished something there. Uh, here's what I'm reading, and it's a it's novel. It's a novel concept. I'm really only reading the Bible right now. I almost, wow. put, I almost put in the notes, the, period, Bible, period. But I will say this. I, I have a few books that I'm looking forward to reading when I'm on sabbatical, but I'm kind of burnt out on reading, just reading right now. I've been reading a lot of things a lot of different ways, and it's kind of just.
1: A lot of different ways? How do you read electronically? Oh, okay. Okay. Paper. I was like upside down in the car
0: for enjoyment because I have to. I got you. Out of obligation. So, yeah, I could have been more clear with what all the ways (laughs) are, but those are the few of them. Yes. Upside down on one of those anti gravity machines in my car as I'm driving home. No, that's not true. So I, I'm just kind of burnt out. So what my only reading, I'm just being honest with you, because I could make up a book that I'm about to read and say, oh, I'm reading this one. But That's I'm, I'm going to be honest with the podcast.
1: I'm, we value honesty. All I'm reading is the
0: Bible. Okay. And I mean, I'm still finishing the, the school books that I said I was reading last time, but I don't want to bring those up again because.
1: We don't care. They're fine. I'm just kidding. They're fine, but no, no
0: one, no one really cares. But, you know, I've got some books on the docket a few months from now that I'm, I'm pretty stoked about. Um, yeah. So I'm not watching or reading much of anything.
1: Well then, are you watching things then?
0: Yeah, I just looked down and saw watching, and that's why I know you actually said ridiculous. Uh, You know what I'm watching? I'm I'm you know we're almost finished with The Mentalist. It's been about a month. So good.
1: I mean, it gets yeah because like I remember it being really great, really great, really great. But then towards the end, it's weird as all like trying to wrap up a season. Yeah, because. They form a love interest. And, yeah, there's just lots of different things. Yeah, so. that
0: happens. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. No, so yeah, we're almost done with that. Got a little Fuller House going on in the house. Okay. Because my kids want to watch it, and then we just laugh at how corny it is mm-hmm. and ridiculous. And also a little more mature than it should be. Oh,
1: it's very, yeah, little, very much.
0: And, uh, yeah, we find myself. It is
1: not just the PG that it used to be. Yeah,
0: no, I'm occasionally pushing fast forward or saying, hey, let's not talk about that right now. Uh, doing that, and then we're watching, um, or I'm watching... Uh, Clone Wars. So after Star Wars finished The Mandalorian a couple of weeks ago, I realized I've not done any of the other canon stuff, and I need to get into some of that. Oh, do you? the Clone? Yeah, I do need to get into it. So (laughs) Clone Wars, uh, and then I don't think I've said this yet on the podcast, but we're also watching WandaVision.
1: I haven't watched that.
0: Oh, my goodness. Is it good? Legit. Okay. It is weird, and it... (laughs) Dylan – sorry, Dylan, I'm going to quote you here. But she said, I don't like these episodes. And then all of a sudden, episode four or five, she's like, all right. That's all actually right.
1: what I've heard. I've heard you had to get through like one and two.
0: Well, one and, and then two, it... though, set up the whole story. And mm-hmm. I kind of knew where they were going with it. It started to make – I didn't think it was going where it's at, just to be clear. Like it wasn't like one of those like, well, I knew that was going to happen. But it was kind of a, all right, I can tell they're building the story. They're building happening. something. They're trying to explain that something weird's going on. But I – holy cow. It so it's
1: – so. It, I should watch it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's going to be important. It's going to be like. I think it's going to speak into the other movies when they all start coming out. Okay. Now that theaters are open again and life's starting to go back to normal mm, a little bit.
1: Yeah. That's actually something I really want to do is go to a theater.
0: We did. It's Rockford. It's yeah. Open. yeah, That's what I'm thinking. We of went everyone. to a movie last weekend and the kids were just like, oh. What'd you see? What did we. Oh, Wonder Woman. Oh. Wonder Woman 84.
1: Which I heard was meh.
0: You know, it actually, uh, it it was. It was not good, but it wasn't as bad as people have said okay. it is. And I think part of why people don't didn't like it is it kind of touches on some notes of you're made to be who you are, be who you are, and not in the sense of how our culture sometimes twists that. More of a don't try to desire to be something else. Trust that you've been created. Okay. It was interesting. So at least that's part of the message I was picking up. Or, you know, if you get everything you want, it's not always what it seems. And those are messages that don't really speak no, well in yeah. our culture. And so pe- I'm sure pe- some people are like, this is terrible. I'm going to get what I want. And I, I can be whoever I want to be. It's like, not nah, really. But, yeah. you know, when we tell a kid, class of children, you can all be the president of the United States someday. That's not true. Because if you've got 20 it's kids in your class, true. if every yeah. one of them became a president, that's 80 years of presidency. It's not possible. Mathematically speaking... Not even your own class can all be the president, mm-hmm. but uh, we don't want to crush kids' hopes and dreams. So let's just, just keep tell them, out tell them lies.
1: Things, and, yeah.
0: Anyway, what are you watching before I descend into crazy preachy? Moments?
1: Right. We so Aaron and I started watching the Vikings. We Ooh. had finished a series and needed something else. So okay. uh, we were like, okay, well let's let's watch the Vikings.
0: Can I ask you a question? I've always wanted to know about the Vikings.
1: Uh, I don't know if I can the answer show. it. Well, I'm saying, is the oh, show based okay. on
0: legitimate people, or did they make up a storyline that's not real?
1: I don't actually know. Okay, so you I don't, don't recognize know.
0: any of the names or anything.
1: Well, I don't think I know. You any never Viking read Viking names. history when, I mean, when you were a kid? I don't hear Leif Erikson, which is the only person I know. Of. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: that isn't. That's at least part of what I was asking. So, so okay.
1: I haven't heard that name, right, and that's yeah, the only Viking yeah, name right. I know.
0: That's perfect. I love it.
1: But they. Uh, so I don't. I don't actually know. Good. Keep going. Um. But it, I mean, it's entertaining. I am just reminded of how hard life had to have been back then. I remember saying to Aaron that I was like, oh my gosh, the smells had to be horrible. Yeah. Granted, I think you got used to them as we do with so many things. But just thinking of, yeah, how difficult just daily tasks or just the fear always of somebody coming and invading – like right. they, the Vikings, go and invade England and at first they do a monastery and they're like, There's nobody guarding this. Why don't they have anybody guarding this? And then they ask a couple of the priests, why didn't you have anybody guarding it? And they're like, We don't need to. We've never had anybody try to commit like mm. we've never had that before, you know? So um
0: We're on an island. Yeah. You like can't. we don't
1: Yeah, like it's That's great. anyways. So it just yeah, it's been interesting. And another thing that I really enjoy watching, so there's this guy named Carlos Whittaker.
0: Yep. You mentioned him over the summer.
1: Yes. On Instagram, you should be following him. He has great videos okay. that like, and I explain this a little bit more uh, later on as well, but just great videos on racism, on how to be better, especially with like Dr. Seuss things that just came out. Like he kind of talks about like how to forgive and not cancel. Yeah. So. Cool.
0: so it's not just the typical hate everything and everything. No, it's, not at all. I love that. That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Which I'll explain more when yeah. we talk about what's on our heart. But yeah, he, yeah, he's not ab- about that. So he, if you are feeling convicted at all about things that are going on with race, or if you feel like there isn't anything going on, just watch a couple of his videos and you might be like, oh, actually maybe there is. So, hmm. and they're short. They're not long. Yeah, I enjoy him, so. Cool. I like watching his videos.
0: All right.
1: Um, we're on to learning, right? yeah. Do I go first?
0: How I, can go, I can go first. Okay. What am I learning? <laughs> hey, Chris, what are you learning? Well, Chris, thank you so much.
1: Oh, my. For the question. Chris, what are you learning?
0: <sighs> this is going great. Um, the big thing I'm learning is... I did not realize this, but I, this is like a light bulb moment I had. I was going to say epiphany. Seriously, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, we we bought a house in August. We overhauled most of the upstairs. We've got a couple of little projects to do that are left. But my daughter wanted to be downstairs. And so we were working on starting to think through how we we're going to handle downstairs and then she decided, no, I want to be upstairs. And so we moved her upstairs, which was all great. It mm-hmm. was actually great. Now we're all on the same floor. You know, the, the dad part of me, like if I if a fire starts, I'm going to go grab both my kids, show them out the window. And, you know, if I die, it is what it is. Uh, I'll make sure Charlie gets out, Heidi, just for you. <laughs> not that's, that's not my main priority, but I will make it happen. But so anyway, I got the basement. No longer has anybody living down there. So we kind of just put stuff down there. And then we started... Unpacking and moving things around. Well, then we decided that should be my home office downstairs. And I swear the story is going somewhere. And so we put stuff down there, and it basically was just a trash pit. And I was getting stuff done and I was working, but I was not finding myself to be very productive. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I was freaking out a little bit because over my sabbatical in a couple months, I've got a ton of writing to do, and I'm actually using my sabbatical to get a lot of writing done so I don't have to freak out about it when I come back. I'm going to try to just focus on ministry stuff instead of ministry and writing and all this other stuff. So, and it's not writing for church. It's, it's school related or something else. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking around just going, "I, I can't write in this space. And all of a sudden we, Heidi and I spent like a few hours just cleaning it out and making it normal. And I feel so at peace. And so what I'm learning is I actually care about, organization more than I thought I did.
1: Can't work in and I And
0: it was kind of freaking me out a little bit, and I was feeling a tightness in my chest. And I woke up the next morning, and I felt great. And actually, it was like the first morning that I woke up that I had no COVID stress as well. I woke up on Saturday morning. I looked around, and I was like, I am not stressed about anything today. Wow. And so I went and got my kids donuts. And it was... Like, I'm whistling as I get in the car. It was just a great day. (laughs) Skipping around. So I've been kind of reflecting on that, like, what is going on? And part of it is I realized now that our house is almost to the place where everything's got its space, not that everything's always in its space, but we've kind of got – everything's sort of delineated out. It's like, man, that that actually affected me more than I thought it did. So I'm learning that about myself. I'm not OCD, but apparently there's something a little bit in there of that.
1: Well, I think also it's something to be said when – Everything outside of your house is crazy, I think that's uncontrollable, chaotic. Yeah. You need an area yeah. that is not that way. And I think you being able to have your house not be that way, I think yeah. makes the other parts more bearable.
0: But the thing is, that almost the entire house is that way. It was just this one room, mm-hmm. but it was the room that I'm supposed to be in for my sabbatical. And it was just weighing on me more than I thought. Yeah. But, but that was, that's totally true. I think the outside world is totally affecting me as well. And, and so it was a beautiful moment. And that was your council corner with Erica for this <laughs> episode. <laughs> Cue the music. All right. What are you learning?
1: So I'm learning to take life as it comes. Preparation, oddly enough, happens a lot of times without us even realizing it. Mm. Like, you'll sometimes be like, why is this happening in this phase? And then you realize actually that was preparation for your next phase. So really just learning to not worry or stress about the future, but to just take it truly as it comes, thinking that sometimes we think that if like we think on it more and process all the possible outcomes, that it actually like helps the situation, (laughs) but it really doesn't help the situation. It only really adds stress to right now. And so... Yes, you can think about it. Yes, you can process it. But then you just need to like have enough be enough Mm -hmm. and pray, give it up and see what ends up actually happening. Because the majority of time when we stress about those things, they don't end up happening anyways. So it was a lot of wasted effort. So Hmm. how about we just don't do that? And yeah, just Hmm. take life as it comes, live where you are in the stage that you're in, that sort of thing. So just trying to not stress about things in the future. They can worry about themselves. I'm just going to worry about right now so that's kind of what I'm trying to learn to do
0: yeah it's a good thing to learn and it's also kind of cool that we we, I didn't actually read your learning paragraph yet that was the first time we both talked about stress yeah we're learning how to manage stress that's it's weird
1: it is odd so
0: even us old folks we still still are learning stuff.
1: new things come up that cause new stressful situations so Uh,
0: that is true all right what are you listening to
1: uh so I'm what, not really listening to anything new either. The usual mm-hmm. podcasts, listening to popcast, the daily, newsworthy. Um I do love some good inspir like in not inspirational, instrumental pop songs. Those mm. are really easy to get work done to. So but not really listening to a whole lot, actually. Nothing really all that new. What about you? Anything?
0: No, I actually, I, I have almost in the last month I've listened to maybe two podcasts episodes out of, I've got like 20 episodes waiting in my queue and I'm excited about them, but I just, I haven't done anything. Uh, So I'm not really listening to that. Uh, Just sports talk radio, maybe a little bit when I'm on my way in, but I've also just turned the radio off a fair amount this month and just been silent and it's been good. I just. I don't know about you, but I need that sometimes. Yeah. So I just, so, you know, what are you listening to? Sometimes I'm just listening to nothing and it actually makes me really happy.
1: I mean, that's because, yeah, you have a drive. So. Yeah.
0: It's kind of nice. I'm also listening to whatever ridiculous music my children want to listen that's to. That's true. And that kind of drives me nuts sometimes. Uh, the amount of times that I've said in the last two months, we can have silence in the car. It's fine. It's more than I thought I would say. <laughs> have you heard this Resputin song? Uh, It's like an old song, but it is totally all over. I think it's over Instagram. I don't know if that's the app that my children, but it's showing up all over the place. But it's like, I don't know. It's so ridiculous. But my kids love it. They think it's the funniest, greatest thing ever. And it talks about this great man of Russia. And It's got like a Russian feel to it. But Mm -hmm. it's like, it almost reminds me of like Jesus is a Friend of Mine. That song years ago became a big deal. It's got kind of a ska poppy feel to it, but it's from the 70s or something. And it's just about... Rasputin and how great he is. It is terrible. And my kids think it's the greatest thing.
1: So oh, I, I hear
0: it all the time. That and Snowman by Sia. You heard this song? No. They love that one too. And I'm just like, mm, i good. I'm good. Mm, I'm good. So. Thanks, but no thanks. I love Sia. I think she's a really talented musician. Mm-hmm. But if I hear Don't Cry for me again from Snowman, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> just, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not that angry about it, but it's definitely a weird it's a weird thing.
1: So what's what's been on your heart, Christopher?
0: Uh, yeah. This is the one that I didn't necessarily prepare a ton for and you asked it. So now I'm trying to think of exactly how I want to say what is what is on my heart. So I'm just going just just, gonna, to just gonna spill it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. I'm definitely going to talk about it right now, but I'm not. I didn't write anything out and I typically do for what's on my heart. The the last sermon I preached just a couple of days ago about rebellion hit me harder than I thought it was going to. And I I preach you know fair amount and when I preach I like the passage to sort of indwell before As it should. I, I, yeah it, it's yeah. the best way to do it yeah. I, and I'm not saying anything about you if you don't do that I would encourage you to. So, my typical rhythm for for preaching is start looking at the passage a few weeks before, think about it, process it, pray about it. My runs, my workouts, I'm just thinking it, running it through. And when I've got a few in a row like, you know, 3 out of 5 sermons or something, I'll be working through three passages at the same time. And I kind of know where I want it, where I think it's supposed to go and then where I think the sermon could land. Mm-hmm. But as I started prepping this one, uh it just really it really hit me how much I want to throw shade at the Israelites for being rebellious and how dumb they are. And then I, as I entered into that space, I started thinking about, and I, and I preached it. So, you know, if you want to go to parkhillschurch.com, you can find the sermon and download it, and listen to it if you want to. But I, as I'm working through it, I just got to this place where I was realizing, they don't have all the information in front of them, and that's part of why they're struggling. Now granted, we can all say the good Christian thing. I'm like they just need to trust God more and trust like God just did all these great He just did all these great things for them. But God does great things for us all the time, and then we completely forget about it tomorrow and And then where that started to go for me was the, the impact in my heart was how much I've actually rebelled in the last year about any number of things and I'm not trusting his promises and I'm not dreaming about the future. I'm not getting excited about what's next. I'm just focused on what's like how to get through today in survival mode is a thing and that's fine, but I was really convicted deeply about it. So I got up to speak and it just kind of poured out in ways that I didn't expect it to. And uh, a lot of people tell me it was one of their favorite sermons they've ever heard, which I, I love that, but you can't repeat that. You know, mm-hmm. I can't replicate that emotional response that oh, I'm yeah. getting from working through the passage. So so honestly, what's on my heart is I'm still processing that that fact. It, what does rebellion look like for me? Have I been more doomsday and angry than I should have been? What would have been a, maybe a more positive way for me to handle people's responses to me as a leader in the church? Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of working all that through. I don't really have answers yet, but... But that's just the real raw me right now. My heart's just kind of, this one sermon just hit me really hard and I'm preparing for another one this week. So I'm, you know, I'm not even, I don't even have time to like sit down and really think about yeah. it, but I think it's going to linger with me for a bit. And that's a good thing, but I, that's kind of worse on my heart. So
1: yeah. And that was, that was a good, a good sermon. I mean, just the, yeah, the, cause it was in X numbers, 14. numbers. Thank you. Yep, numbers it was 14. in numbers where they had the spies go check out the land, right. the 10, I mean, just like giving a little context, the 10 come back and are like, they're big people. We can't do this. And then there's two that come back. They're like, well, they're not lying, but like, we still can do this, you know? Right. And I think that was what I liked too, is like the, what the people are saying, they're not lying. No, they're telling the truth. the truth. There's just two ways of viewing the truth. Correct. You have lenses, you know? And so are you going to just view the truth or are you going to view it through the lens of, what you already know all about God, you know, like what he can actually do. And so I, yeah, the reality of what you live in is your truth, but yeah, like how are you going to actually, are you going to be defeated? Right. Or are you, yeah, like I, you're going to join in the rebellion right? or not, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was good.
0: Cool. Well, I appreciate that. What, what's on your heart? So you actually do prepare for these. Way I, more do, than I do, I do.
1: Well, I also we have different strategies totally. and, and not strategies. Um, yeah, maybe it's strategies. lifestyle choices that are like <laughs> no, just how we prepare for things. Like when we both teach, I literally write things out almost word for word. I don't look at it the whole time I'm teaching, but right. you. Like my stuff would be like three pages, whereas yours is bullet point one page. You know, like it's just, yeah, yeah we just do things differently. Yeah. So the thing that's been on my heart goes back to Car- Carlos in um, the last two-ish videos that he's done. And just this idea that especially as Christians, we need to be about growth, hope, and progress in people not canceling them or writing them off when they fall or do something wrong. Like we need to be about that person experiencing growth and change. Like that's what we should be about mm-hmm. rather than, which is what not what we do. We're just like, oh, you're, you. whoa, you did like, we, we end up making it a big deal, which it should be a big deal, but that is all they end up becoming instead of there's so much more to them. That is one thing. Let's try and work through this and, see the other side rather than not. So, and if we, if we do just cancel them or write them off, like we don't actually get to see any growth. We don't get to be a part of that. And that's not really what I think Jesus was about. It is loving and gracious and merciful to really help someone through that process. And so one of the videos that Carlos talks about is he talks about the country singer that had said that the N word and was educated on why that's wrong like the history of all of that and he actually apologized and Carlos just made a great video of like take that apology like be forgiving don't just oh of course he's apologized you know like whatever that whatever that justification you might be giving them like actually take the apology and forgive that like that's what we're supposed to be about is forgiving people so when they fail and you've seen like you see growth and them actually trying to change like Let that happen, you know, don't just say, oh, they're just doing it because of appearances or whatever, like, who cares, you know, like, just take it as it is, and not judge them for that. I think that's the thing, too, is Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when we say those comments, like, we're just judging them, and we don't really have a place to do that. I mean, and he talks also about, I mean, obviously, we can't see growth in Dr. Seuss, but that's also a thing, too, of, like, canceling those things. And he has a video where he talks about, like, no, you don't cancel that. You have conversations about it. You have conversations about how he has racist things in some of his books. Like, you just, that becomes, like, he talks to teachers, and he's like, that becomes a lesson plan, not just books you have in the classroom. Like, you actually talk about those things yeah. and have them, oh, here's this. Like, what do we do with that? How do we talk about through that, And because he's like, you can't just say that he's a product of his time, because there were people fighting for civil rights at that same time. So no, you can make a choice, you know, like, it's, and I think that's what a lot of people are saying is like, oh, he's just a product of his time. And it's like, there were people that were choosing not to do that at that time, too. So it's like, no, you, you make a choice. And so, yeah, I just, as Christians, we need to be about growth and about forgiveness and about progress with people and not just about Judging them and, and canceling them because of something that they do that's wrong. Totally. So that's been on my
0: heart. And for Christians, that's so true. And we want that. And I, my hope is that that's the the next iteration of our faith is that we're united around that purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, forgiveness, grace, that kind of thing. The problem is we're also expecting a culture that isn't Christian to do Christian yeah. things. And that comes back to what we've been talking about, really, since the summer and on. Is we're expecting a culture that, even if it says it's Christian, likely isn't Christian, mm-hmm. and then we're holding them to a standard of Christianity that is right. You know, like I'm not saying that you you don't ask for all the things that Carlos like. He's totally right, and I and that's why I was happy that you you brought him up. Like, it's just beautiful that you have an individual speaking truth in a in a culture and doing so in a way that maybe I wouldn't be able to. Because the color of my skin does affect yeah. how people view me right now, and that's, and I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm whatever it is. It is, you know, if, if you're wanting to silence me because I happen to be a, a white male that, you know, that heterosexual. Like, I understand why you don't like that. It totally makes sense to me. I also wish I could apologize for all of the terrible white male heterosexuals that exist in the world, and there's mm-hmm. way too many of them. But at the same time. I'm living by a standard that I've agreed to, <laughs> and, yeah. and I should be held to that standard. You know, when when words come out about a pastor or an evangelist or something who didn't live up to that standard, you have every right to do that. And even if they're deceased, it, you have a right to wrestle with that a little bit and go, I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. You know, should we accept all of their books and all their work? Like their ministry wasn't fruitless. But there's this huge thing in their life. Mm -hmm. But you also have to understand every one of us have things in our lives that are probably dirty and nasty and gross that God's working on us with. Some of us are leaning in and letting God actually work on it. Others of us are embracing it and saying, God will use me anyway. You know, Samson or something. You know, like I'm going to (laughs) be like him. It's fine. Bad attitude. But the, the middle of it is we're expecting a culture that doesn't uphold Christ to act like Christians. That's stupid. It's just ludicrous. So we freak out about politics, we freak out about all these other things, and it's like, I can't believe they'll do... And what's ironic is, in some ways, the church has worked to cancel culture.
1: I was like, we're actually becoming... Or yeah.
0: we were before, mm-hmm. and now we're getting a taste of our own medicine. We're like, well, I don't like that. Well, good. You shouldn't have liked it in the first place, and you mm-hmm. shouldn't have perpetrated it, you know? Yeah. So we're more complicit than we realize as the church, oh, and, yeah. and the more... And, and coming the final thing i wanted to say about because this is a great point but what what carlos is asking for is people to have humility i mean that's not an that's not a virtue that our culture loves no no matter what whether even christians don't love humility as much as they should so if we could just talk to people and embrace the idea of humility just yeah be humble you know but when you when you confront someone on their racist comment and their first move is to Create a PR, you know, statement that they're going to read in front of people. Of course you don't believe that. I but but Carlos's point of like let's forgive them and start moving toward a direction of education, that's great. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. But way too many of us are just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm totally wrong. But we don't believe it because they're not actually being humble. So if we were to actually humble, it'd probably change things. Yep. Anyway. Agreed. So there's a monthly five, February yes, 20. Twenty-one. Good times. All right. Well, thanks for doing this podcast with me, Erica.
1: You're very welcome, Chris. This is a good one. Oh, they're all good. It's been a Sometimes. blast. I'm just kidding. It's been a blast. <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed it.
0: We were on a missions trip in Guatemala, and we just said, "Let's do a podcast." And we never thought we would not get an email for eighteen months. <laughs> I'm just just kidding.
1: It's because we're doing so well. Nobody has any questions, questions. concerns, comments, nothing. We're we're handling it all. (laughs) All
0: right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.
1: All right. Bye. Bye.
0: Hey, thank you so much for listening to the
1: YAMCast. You can check us out at yamcast.podbean.com or on any other podcasting apps like iTunes. We would love it if you'd leave us a review that is any number between four and a half and five stars. If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer here on the podcast, you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. That is yamcastpod at gmail.com. If you'd like more information about us, you can check us out at parkhillschurch.com or on the App Store with the Park Hills Church app. We are also on Instagram, so give us a follow at the Yamcast.